What's up, gamers? Welcome to Battle Mallet Podcast, episode 13, hashtag Pod Squad. This is a podcast delving into the minds of four busy gamers, their annual journey to the Nova Open Gaming Convention, uh, the games that we love, and balancing life with those games. I'm Jared Johnson, and this week uh, we've got with me Trace Hyde. What's up, everybody? Jason Murray. Are we going on one or before one? <laughs> Max Bernstein. Definitely on one. Randall Slate. I'm Randall Slate. And Jonathan Davis. I'm Jonathan Davis. Good. I'm glad we got all that cleared up. And uh, it's on one, after one, whatever you want to do. So um, for some of our listeners, some of these names are hopefully familiar, but they might not be. Max and Randall are joining us from the Battle for Salvation Warhammer Underworlds podcast, which is a name that's almost as long as the Middle Earth strategy battle game. Um, and then Jonathan Davis is joining us from the Path to Glory podcast and from his um, Well of Power website. Um, we have spoken with them before, but we got the chance to hang out with these guys at Nova uh, and we had a great time. So we thought we'd get together with them and, and have them on the show with us. And so as is our tradition, we've got a few questions for them. So uh, you, our listeners, can get to know them a little better. So I'm just going to run through the questions. We'll get through them and then... Uh, once everybody's like really comfortable and feels really familial and familiar with everybody, then we'll talk about uh, how Nova went and our experiences there. So the first question that we like to ask is, what is your first memory of board gaming? So why don't we start with you, Randall? First memory board gaming. My first memory of board gaming was playing Clue with my mom and dad. Mm. I was an only <laughs> child, so board games were just so fun. <laughs> just getting and, crushed all the time yeah and so i'm playing clue with my mom and dad and i was so young i didn't even know how to read and my dad had to help me but he knew all the information that i knew which is kind of a backwards way to play clue but yeah that's probably my earliest memory of playing board games okay cool cool max board games i mean i feel like i I mean, I have good memories of board games as a kid, but I don't remember like my first one. I do know that I spent a lot of time with Hero Quest. Oh, as did we. Like, yeah, and I still have it. I still have like the original, like it's busted, but it's in my closet right now. And I probably played that like a lot when I was 10. Um, I'm sure I did a lot of, you know, just Monopoly and stuff earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. But Hero Quest was the first one that's like as close to Underworld as you can get. I mean, you know, that's that, that's kind of I, I remember playing a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons, maybe like in middle school and mm -hmm. definitely did. And I, I definitely did a few magic tournaments back then, but that was like a long time ago. What right. was your favorite character in Hero Quest? Oh, I, I usually played the DM because my my friends would come and, and play the other things. I was more into it than anybody else. Nice. Yeah. Zotar, Zoltan. I don't, I don't remember. There was the barbarian. There's the dwarf. The wizard. No, the, the G. The GM. I think was called Zot. Jared oh yeah, yeah. I think it's Zoltan. Zoltar, Zoltar or something like that. Zoltar. Zarkon. That's right. Zarkon. There's yeah, definitely Zarkon. No, so I thought Zarkon isn't that. No, that's Voltron. That's Voltron. Oh. Yeah. We don't know. We're getting our, We're not getting nerds. We're we trying to remember about... back to the '90s. This is very different. Hero Quest. Anyway, so before we get too far and just completely derail and do an entire hero quest podcast but jonathan will happen it would yep. jonathan what was your first memory of board games um i think the first one i can remember was the board game sorry okay 
you go in circles and I just I think you just screw each other over. I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah. I play with my kids still. Nice. Okay. I, I, I have I have a distinct memory playing that on like the deck of a like house we used to rent out in New Hampshire. Wow. So I don't remember anything else about uh, the game really, but I distinctly remember that. Nice. Cool. Memories flooding back in. Yeah. Interesting hmm. question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, so the next question. Uh, we'll go in the same order so everybody can be prepped and ready. Um, how did you get into either Underworlds or Games Workshop games before Underworlds? Randall? Well, I don't get any prep time. <laughs> this is true. It's fine. I don't need it. Uh, I remember playing the first Warhammer game was the third edition starter set with like the the Space Marines versus the Orcs with the little the, the Grots and the little picture of a dreadnought yes with it, with that what you put on a little stand-up it's yes. just like a p- picture with a little cardboard dreadnought and you put it on the little stand and it moves around so yeah probably the third edition um then i stopped playing it for like a really long time until i don't know maybe like 2013 and then i got back into 40k again okay and then i don't really know what drew me to the underworlds i guess it was like the the combination of like the cards and like the the skirmish battle i was like looking for a a small uh warband army to or like game to play i remember i tried war machine i didn't like that x-wing was just kind of too that's too different <laughs> um and then all the like 40k like this is before kill team came out so all the like 40k versions and age of sigmar versions of um you know, skirmish games were just pretty terrible. So, and then when I actually got, I was like really excited about it when I first got it. Um, and I tried to, you know, teach all my friends how to play it and nobody really liked it except Max and Rob. Rob yeah. yeah. And then once Max, Max was like instantly hooked to it when we, I think like the first game we played. Nice. Uh, right. Yeah. Very soon thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we play. I remember like you. I think like you showed up one night to like play X Wing, and I was like, "You should just play this game because we're all playing." It was like me, Rob, and some other person, <clears throat> and you know we played it, and you were like, "What do I have to get? Like, <laughs> tell me what to get. I'm in." Yeah, I mean, and and it's a good segue because, and I'm glad you guys went to Randall first because Randall's the one who introduced me to the game. But um, I was playing. I was playing X Wing really, like really intently for for a while i had picked up the that core box in in barnes and noble by the way right around the corner from where dreadfane is right now oh nice yes and um and so i was playing that and then i was like i was like oh this is so cool and i tried to and i was like looking around can you play this in westchester new york like i can't and then i'm like oh there's like a, a gaming club two miles away from my house so i started going to that and when i got there people were playing x-wing but the x-wing scene dried up really really quickly right after that and so Randall's like, hey, we're playing this. I'm like, okay. And he gifted me the the Magor's Oh, Phoenix. right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, first bump's nice. free. Yeah. Yeah. We went, <laughs> exactly. yeah. We went to uh, this this great store called The Rift up in Peekskill, New York. And like for just showing up, it, he gave me the Magor's Fiend box. And I already had it. So I just gave it to Max because I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with it. And then... Yeah, we all remember what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So nice. you can you can thank Randall for that shit. Yeah. Thanks, Randall. Sorry, everyone. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone oh. at Nova yep. last year who got crapped oh, on yeah. by we Max's Magorphy. My round one opponent last year. Yep, Max. That's right. Oh, yep. shit. That's right. Oh, see, we've already oh, first I, place. Oh, I was supposed to do I wasn't that. Supposed to say now, that. Got to go back and bleep that. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, mark that, timestamp that. That's my one. You got yeah. one. I, I had one, I'll and you mail you one. a check for however many dollars. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Twenty-five cents, right? Throw them in the swear jar. Anyway, yes. but the, but that's how I got into it. Is that I just the X-wing scene dried up at, at BFS, and then we just got elbow deep in Underworlds because that's that's just what was around, and there was no way I was getting into 40k because that just looks like a job yeah it is so, underworlds is just a lot a lot quicker to to, to get into it yep. and then you actually started painting yeah i never painted before that's right that's pretty cool and, and i said it still doesn't appear as though i know what i'm doing but, but you have a theme and you go with it and that's there's paint exactly. on the models there's paint on Which the models counts. that's true that and, counts. and i i know how to dry brush so it, they're not terrible it's yeah. all about the confidence in which you wear what you wear right Yes. uh sure yes so. to certain degrees I, i've definitely seen people wearing crazy clothes that really think they're you know hot crap and then i go like <laughs> oh man I, do i tell them you no. told me i look good oh, but you don't tell them well your oh, hulk yeah. smash and three hawkeyes is is pretty awesome so. yeah I, I i gotta give it up to rob mead for that because because my idea was the hulk but his idea was the hawkeyes but nice. it's just it was so on point yeah. i just had to do it it's perfect well, they're useless. They are. Exactly. So uh, let's turn to Jonathan. Jonathan, how did you uh, start with either Games Workshop products or Underworlds, if that was your first one? Um, so I started, well, I guess really before Games Workshop stuff, I wanted something like a war game. And I remember, like, I don't know how old I must have been, like an early teenager. Um, I used to play with Legos a lot or maybe not even a teenager at that point. Um, and they, they had this really crappy like war game you could do with Legos called Brick Wars. Oh. And, I, and I tried to make that work. <laughs> and I think it was mostly just me and my brother. Um, but like they had rules. They were just really bad. Um, and then I think it was college. Um, uh, somebody I worked with was getting into it and they wanted to split the Black Reach starter box. Okay, oh, nice. Um, and I got Classic. the orcs and then I immediately started power gaming and realized that the orcs were not very good compared to the Marines. So then I just bought a bunch of space wolves and this was fifth edition. Yep. So, like one does. Drop yeah. 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 Yes. Gray Knights weren't out yet. So it was just Rhino Rush, you know, but, um, 20, no, 16 missile launchers, all that good stuff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, I played from fifth to sixth and then finished college and just kind of stopped because the 40k was in a really weird place um and then i came back i guess with the beginning of eighth but everything i have is marines and it's all like hot garbage so i kind of just took a break and then somehow i bought underworlds and there were people that played it at the store near me so started playing it and um I definitely like that it's competitive and it's been designed to be competitive. So, yeah, and you can tell, tell you can tell it's been designed yeah. with that in mind. It's not a it's not like 40K to me has never been designed as a competitive game. It's a fun narrative beers and pretzels game. But this right. has got the bones of something that you want to be competitive. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Um, I mean, I like 40K and I'll still probably play it, but you really have to make sure that you're on the same page with your opponent um, about what kind of game you want to have. And I don't really find that really happens in Underworld. I think everybody's just trying to win. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever played a game where people are like, hey, let's just play a casual game. Yeah. Yeah. Like you only get like you get 12 activations. Like you the, try to win right now. Yeah. yeah. I think the most that we've ever done with each other is I'm trying something out. And that's really all we yeah. say. So well, in 40K and in AOS, they market the games to say this is the three ways to play. You know, they have right. the narrative matched and open or whatever. Right. Is that what it is? Open? Is that the third yes. one? Yes. Open, yeah. match, so, open narrative and match play, yeah. Yeah, and there's, you know, different rules that support, you know, the, that, those different structures, but in Underworlds, there's no other way. It's yeah. just there's only one way, so yeah. there's no narrative aspect. I guess the closest you can get would be to do, doing a multiplayer the, with, I mean, with three and four people. Right. Mm -hmm. Or the giant mode. Or the, yeah, the giant, yeah. Which but is really that, fun. Still trying to win. Yeah. Like, and it's not co-op or anything. It's yeah. Yeah. And John, yeah. Jonathan, your home store now is the Citadel, right? You play out of the big, the big GW store down there. Yeah, that's correct. There's a few third-party stores that I'll play at as well. Um, but there's the because I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas, um, and they have the Citadel there, and it's um, it's a pretty big store. They have maybe twelve. 40k tables in it oh wow these yeah. things awesome yeah so for underworlds they can do like at least 30 people if they yeah. wanted to and i think they've had almost i think they had about 20 or so at the first opening okay and so they got food cool. there they have uh, it's like a cafe so they'll have they have coffee and drinks and they have like donuts and pastries and stuff so how's that cool is that it's good cool. Yeah, the the I don't know where the coffee's from, but all the food is like from a bakery that's like down the street, um, and it's like downtown historic Grapevine, Texas, which is one of the nicer uh, towns in the area. So it's definitely marketed towards like you know uh, rich white people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. And then in Max and. And Randall, you guys actually play out of a club, right? Your your home is not a shop; it's an actual gaming club up in it's, New York, right? It's like a community center. Nice. Yeah, it's and the community rec center, and then we rent a room in there uh, once per week. Okay. And cool. there's and a some, lot some more... weekends we can have we can hold our own tournaments there. Yeah, we and we have we we've gotten let's see our biggest one. I think our biggest one was eight for for Underworlds. And yeah. then, um, and for 40k, for 40k, they fill the whole they place like, up. Yeah. Oh my god, they fill the place up. It's crazy. They 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 play a lot of 40k, a lot of D and D, and then there's always like one or two groups playing just like random board game stuff. Well, the, yeah, those guys are nuts. It's the it's whatever came out on Kickstarter. They have it and all the expansions for it, and they they crack out on that. Where they they were playing like Outer Rim last time I looked. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's cool. Well, real quick, um, let's run through what is your current favorite faction for Underworlds? So, Randall? It's got to be Thorns of the Briar Queen. Nice. Max? I hate all of them right now. I'm kind of <laughs> just like done. <laughs> I, I, I would have to say, I mean, I brought Molog to uh, to Nova because I just thought that I would be able to, because I just had so much experience with it. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, I'm just kind of like over all of them right now. 
Okay. I'm ready to move on. Like I'm, I'm ready to see what's next. Fair enough. Jonathan? I think we know Jonathan's. Um, probably the Gits or Godsworn. Yeah, that's my boy. Godsworn are fun. Yeah, yeah. God, the the way that I'd like to. I'm play changing them. my answer to Godsworn because they're fun. <laughs> they're, they're, they 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 are not good over long tournaments. Right. Because there's just so much. It's the same thing with Molog. There's just so much variance with them, but they are fun. You never have never have a bad game with them. Yeah. Win or, win or lose. It's always explosive. I, I play a gets very similar with pure carnage and like weapons and like nonsense. And so you're just trying to kill everything and die. And like, it's just fun. So that's, that's my favorite. Nice. That's how Dave Sanders designed it. Designed the game, to, to, the game. to be, you know, t- picking models up and attacking each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of like a joke of magic. Like that's how Richard Garfield intended, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> clearly, we're all veteran magic players here. Right. Yep. I think I quit in fifth edition. That well, was like 1994 or something. Nice. I don't know. Back in the heyday. Yeah. Man. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, me I, neither. I Sweet. can only have one money trap in my life, and this exactly. Is yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, cool. Well, um, why don't we take a quick break here? And then when we get back, I think Jason's going to lead us through kind of talking over our Nova experiences and our thoughts while we were there and maybe some thoughts about moving forward. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, In this segment, we're going to go through kind of the Nova experience. So we spend all year getting ready to travel to wonderful Nova and uh, want to tell you the time that we had. Did we like it? Did we not like it? Um, but we have these the special guests on, so we will kick it off with Randall. How did you, how did you prep for Nova? Like what was, what was, what did you do to get ready for the tournament or to travel to Nova? Anything special? Um, well, I think, the, the biggest thing was I wanted to change my deck from my Adepticon deck because the Adepticon format was was different. It was uh, just kind of like a free-for-all and playing each other, and then they cut to the top two. So I knew that the, the format was going to be different at this one. So I wanted to just sort of build my deck so that it could, you know, I could maybe win my games and then have a lot of tiebreaker points. So I transitioned the deck to this more like a hold objectives um, style objectives deck, hold the objective markers. And I just had to play a couple games with that um, to figure out how to how to work with it. Because I was doing more of like an aggressive, um, a lot more score immediately with uh, superior tactician uh, style deck. And um, I was, you know, I, I probably should have done a little bit more prep. I have to get into the playing on online, the Vassal and the Tabletop Simulator. Because um, it's mainly just uh, me and Max that play each other. And um, he was gone for the last couple of weeks. So I was playing with some new people, actually, at the Battle for Salvation Club. And I was just kind of basically teaching them how to play the game, playing with different warbands. So Sweet. that's really so, it. So the, form, the format at Adepticon was like, there wasn't Swiss pairing. It was just you got paired against somebody. Yeah, it was uh, the way that it, it used to work. The old 
pairing Feel system them. for oh, Grand okay. Clashes, um, where they have like the best people play the worst people, or you know, yeah, and then they have the glory, the the total glory to make the seeds for the next round or something like that. Yeah, so top plays bottom basically. Yeah. Okay, that's how it was at Adept, and then they cut to the top two people for the the final game for the final. But I knew that uh, Nova was going to be <coughs> the the more improved way. So I wanted to just make sure I could win and have a lot of tiebreaker points. Cool. Well, good. And, you know, you mentioned that Max was gone for a few weeks, so your sparring partner was MIA. So mm -hmm. we'll go to Max next. Max yeah, being gone. How, yeah, because I, I had signed up for, for Nova, like, literally the day that they turned on. Apparently, I was, like, one of those first 400, so I got that, like, cool gift pack. Anyway, so it was like right there, and then right after that, my 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 wife bought the tickets to go to Italy, um, and I'm like, okay, what days are they? And it turned out to be August seventeenth to the twenty seventh or twenty eighth. Oh wow! So so like I got home three p.m. the day before I had to drive down to Nova. Oh my gosh! On Italy time, so it was like kind of difficult <laughs> anyway but um but just 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 to backtrack i was playing a lot of guardians uh beforehand i had uh i had won a, a small tournament at the rift with guardians and and i just remember it being so arduous to play them and so uh like crit dependent because i had like what was it i had like overpower in the deck and you know she needs to Yulthari needs to get a crit just to inspire if you know healing potion doesn't show up um, so I was just kind of getting frustrated with them and just like how unreliable I, 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 I found Yulthari, uh, the guardians to be very unreliable personally. So I thought like, well, I'm spending all this time playing, you know, a war band with a powerful, but fragile leader. So why don't I just switch back to Malog, which is what I was playing earlier in the season, um, which is the leader is everything and not fragile and still very powerful. So I, I, I switched over to Malog maybe like maybe like a week before I went away on vacation and I was playing um, I was playing Malog uh, on Vassal a lot. I actually brought my computer, which is the computer of legend at this point <laughs> it <laughs> as, is as being the slowest brick of a computer like i didn't so all of you at home it took me a half an hour to even get into this google like hangout chat with everybody like that they actually had to change from skype to google hangout just so i can be part of this so i thank you all <laughs> but that's like that that's my computer for you and i i actually brought it on the airplane and i brought it to italy and I'm like sitting on in this, what can only be described as a villa overlooking the Aeolian Islands. And I'm like <laughs> sitting there playing vassal like, like a jerk. My, my wife's like, are you going to hang out with us? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so I started, so while I was there, I was just, I was basically, and there's also like a time difference. So I'm just playing with like, uh, with like all these European people. There was like some, this guy in, in, in um, Ireland, um, some dude in um, a couple of people from Germany. And uh, there was definitely this one guy, oh, what was his name? It's, it's not Fabio. It's like something like that though. And he's, Ita he's like a Northern Italian guy. And he was like, yeah, we play it up here, but they don't play it down south where you are. I'm like, oh, okay, forget it. 
Um, so yeah, so I just ended up playing a lot of Vassal and, um, and just kind of getting my feet wet and trying to, you know, just figure out which cards are working, which cards are not. And I got, I think I'd, I'd say 90% of the way there. There was a couple of cards that in retrospect, I should, I should have changed, but, um, most of them were pretty good. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you didn't get yourself in hot water playing Vassal on your family vacation <laughs> to then spend five days away from them when you got back stateside. Well, um, I got lucky on one day because my kid got sick. So my the rest of the family went to the beach and I stayed home with my kid, but he was sick. So he slept for like five hours. Oh, <laughs> just played a bunch. That, that is making you lucky guy. I know. Didn't yeah, get to go to the kid, beach. yeah, my kid got an ear infection. Woo! <laughs> That's where I'm at. You I didn't know. get to go to the beach in Italy. Lucky. I didn't. Well, not lucky on that you. Day. I mean, I went basically every other day. Okay. Well, that's and when, he, and when he talks about playing Vassal on his computer, it was really like playing hot seat. He'd mail the directions of his moves to his competitors. <laughs> no, 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 no. It actually works. Like, uh, that that because i because you know i because jason we tried a, a while ago to get yes. me on the tabletop simulator and my yeah. my computer could not handle that's a hardcore it. program yeah well it's three-dimensional yeah. and there's like a lot of physics that i mean vassal is all just like flat two-dimensional space it's a, it's a lot easier it's like playing chess yeah it's like playing one of those like flat chess games yeah, yeah. well awesome yep. it's really uh maximizing your time that's, that's some good stuff there nice pun Mm, caught that huh? <laughs> and last but not least jonathan how how'd you prep to go to nova um well i guess as far as like underworlds goes um i was thinking initially that i would play the godsworn hunt but then with the banded restricted list um i just wasn't winning with them anymore um like especially ghosts uh thorns and um gets i feel like they were just i was getting outscored even if i was killing stuff and even if like i scored all my objectives i was still getting outscored um so then i was going to switch over to gets um and that was i think before gen con and then when jimmy won gen con with reavers and shard gale and um things like that i really didn't think that uh my gets deck was going to be able to cut it um, and then I played against a local guy um, named Tim here, and he was playing Magor's Fiends. And um, I was just getting stomped because the gets just cannot handle, especially if the Magors win the boards. Um, so then I ended up switching over to the Thundrix, and I played it a little bit in my local. Um, I played it a little bit online. I think I actually got a couple games in with Jared. Um and um, that's basically it. I, I I built them kind of a weird way. I kind of went like a passive defensive sort of way. Um, and so it took me a little bit to get used to that. I asked um, a couple people online to look at it and see what they thought. Um, Michael Carlin from the Steel City blog um, gave me some pretty good input. Um, <laughs> what was that sound, Matt? I sent him my deck and he's like, yeah, man, it's good, okay. <laughs> he's yeah, like we, giving you like detailed stuff. Yeah, but Carlin, Carlin he, got a lot of explaining they, to do. They play the plays really good passive, right? Like Steel City, like that's their yeah. their gimmick. You're sending him a Molog deck that's bash you in the face. Of course, he's gonna be like Molog. Well, he, he played he played Tommy Molog. Yeah, he played yeah, Tommy Molog. No, 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 he played aggressive on one of them. That's yeah, I'm sending a message. 
(laughs) (laughs) Initially, I didn't have a bag of tricks. And he was like, you absolutely need a bag of tricks. And he was 100% right. Um, And I think I added Lethal Ward in the last minute. And I think that won me a game as well. So it was all up up to the last minute, really. So was there any contention between you and your podcast co-host with him taking the, you know, Sky Dwarfs, the Grand Clash before? Did he give you any junk? Um, no, he, um, Amon was basically done with them. He told me he, um, he played them, I think three Grand Clashes in a row or two or maybe two. Um, this would have been three, I think. And, um, I think he was just tired of them. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I don't like to play in the same warband more than like, like I'm done with Thundrix for a long time, probably. That's interesting that we have the Northern UK influence Sure. Sort of in in our uh, in our Nova tournament that we had because you said you're playing more of a defensive or a control as they call it up there. Yeah, maybe control. Um, well, yeah. yeah, they just call it control if they stand back and you know if it's not yeah. super aggro, that's what they call it. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's technically the correct word for what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably control. Oh, I thought they were just giant like, Jan- Janet Jackson fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's that too. Combos. That's a reach. I know. Uh, I know. Well, yeah. I haven't said a joke in a while, so yeah, that's a good one. Actually, get in there. <laughs> Max was getting uneasy. Yeah. Had to throw something in there. He can't gif. He can't gif over the radio, so he needs to actually. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely can't. <laughs> well, good. I mean, that's all good prep stuff. And uh, but really, you know, I the meat and potatoes are is the actual Nova experience. So you know. Randall, what was your favorite or maybe not favorite part of Nova? Like what makes what makes Nova stand out above anything else? Uh well, okay, there's two parts to that, I guess. The first my favorite Nova moment was when I got to play my good buddy Jared oh. in the <laughs> second round. It was such a good moment. I feel like we had a moment. We did. That was honestly a really fun game, but he did uh, clobber me last year at Nova, so yeah, it was turned fun out we got was to fair play, play again. And that's a kind of a cool thing about, well, at least Nova this year is last year. You know, we were all, well, other than Jonathan and Amon, but we were all there, and we didn't really, we weren't really friends, or we didn't know each other really. Yeah. I think we all met there briefly, but then you know, this year we all kind of came together and we were all hanging out. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a little hurt. You didn't think our game was fun. Well, it was it, it was fun, but it wasn't as fun as the the Jared game. This it's, is true. It is and more we didn't fun play to last year. You owed him one for sure. Yeah. Is that the and game you guys got game. really loud on? It was like was that the game where you were like shouting out nonstop? No. The, okay. The game where I was shouting was because I uh, when I played Amon, I you know he destroyed me, and then I had like one in the second game. He was way ahead on glory, and all I had was Varklov left, and there was nothing I could do. So I just was getting—I don't know—I was getting hype and <laughs> say, "I'm gonna attack you with Varklov," and I'm like, "I do two damage," and he's like, "All right, like <laughs> I have five health and seventeen more glory than you, and I auto hit you with my spells and all my stuff." So <laughs> I was just, you know, because it was like really tense up to that point, and then at that point, I figured it. I there's nothing I can do right now, so might as yeah. well just have fun. So then uh, the second question is, like, how does it compare to other yes. events? 
Um, and just, you know, in general, Nova just kind of feels like more of a, of a big party type event than other tournaments are like Adepticon or ATC. ATC is a, but Adepticon and ATC from the 40 K side are just, you know, total meat grinder tournaments where, you know, only the strong survive. And Nova is just like a big party. Everyone's having fun. It's more laid back. It's in like a nice place. It's in like a really nice hotel. <laughs> and it's and it's also n not as like um, commercial. I don't know if that's the right word. It's not. It, the Adepticon has like a big uh, you know selling and demoing games aspect to it. And Nova, the the shops or whatever. There's really not that many. It's no, there's just, just like a handful so, yeah. on the yeah, yeah. A handful on the base level. Adepticon has all you know. Everybody who's involved in the miniature wargaming market is is there. You know, like the artists Opus or whatever. All the brush companies, all the paint companies are there. Interesting. And, yeah, and there's a whole big like vendor hall. It's it's enormous. It's like the size of the 40k hall. It's the just the other side of the huge uh, building there. So would you Which say is nice, but yeah, just Nova is just a different experience. Would you say you prefer the Nova experience just because it is more of like a a friendly type atmosphere? Uh, I'd say it just you know completes the cycle. You know, you have the Adepticon, which is like the biggest event, and then you have well, I haven't been to Las Vegas yet. I I need to, I'm sure that's a whole different thing. But ATC is you know just a, a hardcore tournament, and then Nova is just a a fun, more laid back, more party experience. So all three of them together are important. Good. Cool. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, Max, what was your favorite experience at Nova? And I, I don't believe you've attended any other cons. So like what makes Nova your con of choice? Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm decently new to tabletop gaming. I just started like, with, I mean, the X-Wing thing was like, maybe two springs ago or something. So I haven't really been playing for very long. And, uh, you know, and I went to Nova last year. So it's, it's really my only, I can only compare the two years to each other. Mm -hmm. I can't really like um, do anything else, but um, the one thing I do love about Nova and I, a lot of people are complaining because they see, you know, the, um, you know, the, the setup for the, for the Nova schedule, the schedule for, for the underworlds tournament. And they're like, wait, it's like, you got two games on Thursday and then one on Friday and then one on Saturday and then three on Sunday. Like, why don't you just do it all in one day? That's because Nova's like, it's a hangout weekend. Like people play multiple things. Like I got to play X-Wing on Saturday because it didn't overlap with underworlds and i got to go hang out with those people from from uh, who came down from uh, nyc that i know so um you know and i got to go to like a painting class there's like it, it, it's 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 not geared towards it is geared towards super competitive play obviously we were all going there trying to be competitive but there's also this aspect of just you know wargaming uh culture and community that's kind of a little bit more important i think um than what i'm hearing described from other places where it's like just like you go there you play you're done you go home which yeah. is what it sounded like yeah. adepticon might have been for me if i had gone to that um yeah no but this is like i go there and we hang out for like three and a half days and yeah we play we incidentally are playing an underworlds tournament 
over a few days while we're doing it. So it's really about the it's it's about the experience. Um, so as as far as uh, like what was great about it, I mean, I'm I'm glad that I get to see all of you guys. Uh, Jonathan, we never met before. Aman and I had never met before, so that was a chance for me to do that face to face anyway because we talked. Obviously, I'd guessed it on your show. Um, you know, all all the all the BM guys. Yes, <laughs> I got that in. Yes. By the way, by the way, I know that I okay. So that so I'm sorry that I pointed that out to you guys, but um, you know our ours is BS, so it's not much better. <laughs> just say BFS. Just say. But I'm glad to. Yeah, but it's like extra four, F. You drop it. It's like it's, it's a little F with a big big B and a big S. Okay. Anyway, but I got to see all you guys again. Um, you know, and it's it's funny too because after you know after playing all of you. And then, um, then we started a podcast. Then you guys all started a podcast. And I'm like, we just, oh, we just want to be like you. I remember yeah. those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you did a good job, I think. So we got together. It's nice. I like seeing you guys again. I like being able to hang out. Um, you know, uh, so so infrequently do I get to have like serious bro time for so long in a row. So um, so that was good. Um, but I mean, just like uh, going to the painting classes was like a big deal for me because I got to learn a lot. And, and, uh, also, you know, Randall, Randall snuck me into, uh, what was the guy? Sam lens. What's his name? Yeah. What's that name? Sam lens. Yeah. Sam lens. He, t- he snuck me into like a Sam lens one, which is like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's high he's, up there. He's top tier for, for, for an American painter. Anyway, he's no, yeah. he's no Duncan, but no, but, but he's, <laughs> so but he's what, good, man. So Max, sorry, what, sorry. What just, just, just in like, take? what did oh, you I, I took an take? intro. Hold on. First of all, let me just say, Sam, I know you're out there listening. I didn't mean that the way that it sounded. Let me backtrack a little bit. Like Duncan is like some sort of like Warhammer deity or something like that. Like people really, and I'm just saying, it's like this is America. You know, we don't do that kind of hero worship here. We're just like, yo, this guy, the Sam Lens guy, he's the dopest. But I did. He, I learned a lot from him. He was doing like, um. He was doing uh, like I learned how to like draw like a skull. Mm. Oh, nice freehand skull. Freehand. Like, class. I don't know how to draw a damn thing, like at all. It's just and some I triangles. Was... Two yeah, circles. no, but like, but but like, I didn't know that. Two circles, that and you, you have just... an owl. I didn't know that. I didn't know you just make a circle with like a little cross in it, and you put a little couple of dots here. You make a little A at the bottom, and that's a skull. And then you like connect it in a certain way, and like that just opened my mind to like how art works. <laughs> Right. For those uh, who are fans, of, what's what's that other, uh, the he, uh, Forge Heroes or whatever? What what's the podcast where they say the just some triangles? Oh, Forge the Narrative. No, no, Lords and Heroes. Oh, Lords and Heroes. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Anyway, the 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 it literally is just triangles. Just triangles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's actually what freehanding is. Or if you take Sam Lenz's class, you draw a circle and then like a cross through the circle and then some triangles. To make the the mouth of the the skull, that like the nose and the mouth, and then mm-hmm. you you paint over it with you know your bone color, and that's the skull. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it was it was all, and and I was just like I was looking at that going like, oh, magic. That's awesome. Witchcraft. So, yeah. yeah. So the next war band, you're gonna paint some skulls on it. Yeah. Oh, I have an idea for the banshees already. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. I, oh, and by the way, I was thinking about it. That's kind of the one I'm most excited for because I think they're actually gonna be good. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've played a couple games with them. They're yeah, me good. too. Yeah. Uh, although I played with, I played them. You can wait. Can you, did you play them? Like you can inspire during a charge or you have to wait no, until afterwards after. Yeah. Cause I played it both ways and uh, because I didn't know which way 
like it's going to be. So, um, and whenever I played it where you can inspire during a charge, blowouts. But if it was like you can't, they were competitive, but still good. Mm. Yeah. I think you stomped me both ways when we played. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. That, yeah, that's right. We did that. We played a stream game yeah. and we played it. We played yeah. one where you could and one where you couldn't. That's exactly what happened. The podcast well, I was referencing is the Independent Characters podcast. Oh, the Independent. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Which is a great podcast for any of our it listeners is. out there. It's, yeah, that's it's, besides Battle for Salvation and Path to Glory, Independent Characters is the reason why I got into podcasting. There we yeah. go. Cool. It's I think it's, you know, kind of undisputably the everyone's favorite. Yeah. It's the grandfather. Yeah. I've never heard of it before. What is it? You don't play 40k, so I don't play 40k. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's why yeah, I haven't heard of it. Do it either. Probably should. I mean, Max gave us a great, great segue as he said he beat up on Jonathan with uh, invalid warband. So <laughs> we'll, we'll go to Jonathan now in two ways. <laughs> two ways. What, uh, Jonathan? What was your favorite experience at Nova? And I think I. I think I know what it may have been. <laughs> it was definitely having breakfast with me. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, story time. <laughs> I don't really like eating breakfast, but your anti-breakfast. I did, I did go. Well, I usually just drink coffee in the morning. So. Oh, you have your like, cigarette should, and your I coffee. Get something. I should get something to eat before this tournament. Um, and then I ran into Max, and like we went to breakfast at the hotel, but. That was nice. That was nice. I ate like a $20 half of an omelet. So. Perfect. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, so, the, I mean, the event in general, I think, because um, the this is the first Grand Clash that I've been to. Um, and then the Grand Battle at the ATC was the first, was like really the first big event that I had traveled to um, for any of this stuff. I've been to like hotel conventions before. Um, there's one in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called QuakeCon that's pretty popular. Um, and it's like a, big, like a big land party, basically, but ran by the guys that make the Quake games. Okay. Um, and so like I'm, I'm familiar with that kind of stuff. I've been there a few years and everything. But um, I think comparing Nova to ATC, it's really just what you guys were talking about. Um, the social aspect was a lot more. Um, when we were at ATC, like it was pretty much just uh aman and davy and me hanging out and that was fun um but it wasn't like a big party like nova was um because it's in a hotel and then we were just like in the hotel across the street and most everybody was in the hotel um it just felt like like basically just a big party um i think my favorite moment of the whole thing was on the third night when uh, after we uh, did our third round or fourth round, I guess, um, we were all just at the roof bar. Um, and the, uh, I don't think that was the night. Was that the night the music was? Yeah, I think that yeah. was the night Mike yeah. Brand's music was going on. And yeah, I think that was it was just cool. It was Saturday. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was Saturday night. Um, it was just fun. Like four of us had made it into the top four or top eight um, Jimmy and Aman and I and Max. Um, it was just cool. It was just a good time. Um, and really both of those nights when we were just hanging out and drinking and, um, being social and stuff like, um, I think that's probably the part that 
um, looking back is like, that's what I would, that's why I would go back um, more than anything else. Um, it was cool to win. I guess. Oh, there it is. Spoiler. Yeah, so <laughs> conceited. Cool bragging. Humble bragging. Of yeah. all the Jonathan Davisy things to say, that was the Jonathan Daviest. <laughs> well, did you just Charlie cool Brown our podcast, Max? <laughs> <laughs> I did. But but that really was just like the icing on the cake. Like everything up to that point had been like really cool and just really great. So. Well, I didn't win, and I had a great time. So yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've peaked. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think I got expect to win next time. Well, that's why Michael Carlin helped you with your deck um, and not Max, because he didn't think you were going to win. Wait, what? What? That's why Michael Carlin helped you with your deck. Oh yeah, right. And not he Max. Was, he was actually oh. pulling for Jonathan Davis. Oh, sneaky. See that? <laughs> well, we can that, blame him. That's awesome, and and I would just echo that that. The most enjoyable thing for Nova for me is those experiences. Like the best kept secret of Nova is the rooftop. Yep. There is no pool up there, folks, but the rooftop has great drinks for charity. And on Saturday night, you know, there's a pool on the third floor. Yeah. We can go hang out there. Wait, no one in your high school ever said like the pool's on the roof. No, that wasn't a joke in your head. Oh, man. I figured you being as old as me, I thought that would have been a joke in your high school. Is that like a South thing? I don't, I don't know. It was, well, <laughs> it, was, it was a joke for my high school, too. Is it? Yeah. yeah. With the, like when freshmen would start, they'd be like, Where's Is that code the for something? Oh, you would, oh, you would just tell them the to go to the roof and then like yeah. hang them out there. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do that. Oh, you're nicer than me. No, but, no, just a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jonathan's being totally humble. I'm glad that he picked that hangout was his favorite thing. But for those of our listeners that do not know, Jonathan was the Grand Clash champion of Nova. So congratulations. There you go. All right. You. Yeah, congrats, man. <laughs> Thank Again, you. Again, yeah, I mean, that, applause. That, that was obviously super cool. Um you know, it's it was a great time. The games were great. It was really cool to um, lose in the third round and then fight my way into the top cut and then still win. So against the same guy who beat you, yeah, against the same guy. Yeah. yeah, and he was the only one to beat me at uh, ATC as well. So third wow. time. <laughs> oh, we got a rivalry now. Yep. I know. I know. But yeah, and he was great to play with, and everybody was. I mean, the whole the whole thing. Like, I don't I don't think I have any complaints other than um, the format was a little weird. It was a little bit difficult to start your matches at eight o'clock at night on the second and third mm. day. Yeah, I was already like ready for bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially with the time difference. Like, well, with the jet lag. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. For me, that was like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, it was only like an hour different for me, and I was like, I need to go to sleep. But I found that uh, the the last four games, when I sat down at the table, I just took my shoes off and like relaxed, and that helped a lot. Oh, in case you guys wonder what that smell was. Pro tip. (laughs) (laughs) Want to wear it in Grand Clash? Take your shoes off. Got it. I'm taking notes. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Well, fantastic. Um, any other comments about the events? We we cover everything. Well, I also think that this Nova is one of the most competitive 
uh, tournaments in the U.S., if not on the East Coast, definitely the East Coast. So the you know the amount the the level of competition at this this uh, year's Nova was and last year's was very high. Oh, it's, yeah, it was stacked. I I, I noticed a, a, a much different, much more difficult field this year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we had two Grand Clash winners already mm-hmm. um, in the top Three, eight. Three, and then can, well, four if you consider Unimon. Well, yeah, I guess because we, we, we had a grand think, battle, yeah. the team, the team championship yeah. one. Um, you got a giant glass yeah, trophy. You say four, yeah. and then um, I think we had maybe three, four. I think three of us had made it to the finals before mm-hmm. um, of one of those large events. So, like the top seven, like seven out of I don't, I don't, I think, um, I think Ivan Cho was one of his first events, but I don't know him very well. Yeah, um, I, I think I the rest of us Ger- have already been there. Gerard made the top sixteen. Oh yeah, and, Gerard, and in the yeah. UK and during that uh, one back in July, so he's no slouch. No, no, yeah, yeah he's a really good player, and he was he's playing Godsworn at that. Godsworn, yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know Ivan actually. He is a really good player, and he is actually the top of the uh, the Shadespire in the ITC ranking, which not everybody, I, I realize not everybody uh, submits their scores to ICT, but ITC, oh. but uh, yeah, he's he's been around. I think he was there last year, too. Okay. I think he was, yeah. I think that's how I met him last year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he well, seems like a great player, and uh, his games against uh, Dean were really close. I know that. He took mm-hmm. one of, he almost got him on the, the first round of the final, so... Yeah, it was just it was just really stacked. There's only a few people in the country that um, I think we're missing, like a few great players that you know probably would have been up there as well. Um, so a bit hard pressed to, you know, outside of the U.S. to find a better top eight. I think. Mm-hmm. Would have liked to see Steve Van there. Yeah, Steve yeah. Van, tough. Tony with the Hill. Goblins. But I think he's going to SoCal. I think he said. Yep. And then yep. Uh, probably LVO too. So. Yeah, I would have liked to see um, Justin from the Battlecast mm. YouTube. Um, I think he'll be at LVO. So, oh, good. And um, I'm I'm also giving a shout out to uh, Derek, aka Captain Murder, from uh, I think he's from Calgary. Yeah, but he was in he was at the 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 Scotland one, and he lost to John Reese in the finals. So he went like five and zero oh with some wacky curse breaker Zach. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. So big up to Derek. I mean, with all those great players that we're talking about, the big announcement in Nova was next year. Nova is the World Championship for Underworlds. Oh yeah, I mean, that's nuts. That is nuts. It is. I yeah. mean, we know that Jonathan will be there because he's a Grand Clash <laughs> winner. But how the rest of us going to get in? I I got a card. Do these cards now? Oh, so, Max got a yep. card. I got a card last year. Came in third. <laughs> well, there might be like nice to me. Davy's got a card. Oh, do you get one for the team? He, won, he, yeah, he showed me he won something for. Well, he gets one for the team tournament, but he also has one from like something earlier. I think. Uh, I think it's top four get the cards. Yep. So. Okay. Um, and then I think I think Davy might have been. No, maybe he didn't get two at ATC, but he definitely got one. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be it'll, uh, be interesting to see if uh, that's enough to bring the UK people over. 
It'd be nice. Um, it would be, nice be really, really cool yeah. to have like a world sort of. Yeah. About how many people will have to have on the podcast episode next year? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be like, it's going to be like a UN thing. We're yeah. going to, We'll break. Okay. Um, Will the delegate from Scotland please be uh, <laughs> on the floor? We'll break best Christ coach pairings because everyone will be hashtag podcast. So like the yeah. first. <laughs> that's interesting that it's at Nova next year, not at Warhammer World. You would think that's where it'd be, right? Because that's yeah. where FFG does their worlds, right? They do it in. They do in Minnesota. Minnesota, where the, that's where the headquarters. That's is. where the headquarters is. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. it. Seems that I can only go to one convention a year. I will yeah. take. Yep, I, I will definitely. The World take Championship. It. Yep. Hopefully, they let us. You know, us plebeians who haven't won a, well, a world. Well, don't uh, they do Grand like? Class. Don't they do like the Invitational for forty k, and then they do like the main thing? Well, that, yeah, that's a separate thing. Right. So I, I maybe they'll do something like that, where it actually is like. And what's like funny is, early. more if more people care about the open one. Than the invitational one, I feel like for 40k at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that'll necessarily be the case for this though. Right. Yeah. I feel like the 40k invitational is like a celebrity golf tournament. Yeah, pretty do. much. Yeah. Yeah. And if you win, but yeah, if you win the open, that means you had to play, you know, in that enormous room with you know the hundreds of people and make it out, make it into the brackets. That's it's like nine games or something you have to win to. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, the GT's yeah. nine nine 40k games over. Yeah. Jeez. Three days. Three days. Whereas the invitational is like on the Wednesday night before everybody gets there. Yeah. 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 But I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be maybe like a they'll give all the, the Grand Clash winners like maybe like a buy in the first round or two or something like that, and then everybody else can kind of battle it out and, and you can earn your way in there. That'd be sweet. That'd that could that could be interesting. That's a yeah. Something I hadn't really thought about. Yeah. Just so I can play and not be in the, <laughs> the scrub tournament. If they have like a, they might do it like where the world thing is like on the first two days, and then the the open one is like the same way they did it last year, this year. I hope yeah. that's what it is. It's simultaneously the end and the beginning of the season. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe that's why they picked Nova is because it's usually right at the end of what the season would be. Correct. Well, no, yeah. I meant like they have like the the worlds is on like the Wednesday and the Thursday, and then the regular tournament is the the evening, over spread out over the couple of days. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, an yeah. interesting way to do it, or the other way around, and then if somebody wins the big one, then they can also they can play their way in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, either one of those would be really cool. Sweet. Well, here's hoping that. The rest of us have a chance to play our way in, unlike you heavy hitters up there at the top. <laughs> so, well, good. I'm, I for one, am looking forward already to next year, the world championships, and more importantly, getting to hang out with all of you on the yep. rooftop. So, with that, I think we'll wrap up this segment and come back from some closing statements. All right, and we're back, and uh, that'll wrap us up. So, again, I just want to say thanks to uh, these fine gentlemen from the Battle for Salvation Warhammer Underworlds podcast and Path to Glory. So thanks again, Max, Randall, and Jonathan for for being on the show. Um, Max and Randall, why don't you let our listeners know where they can go to 
um, hear your delightful, sultry voices um, in perpetuity. Sure. Thanks for, by the way, just thanks for having us on. We were, we're happy to, you know, chat with you guys anytime. It was really great seeing you guys down there. Uh, so uh, what do we got? We have the uh, Battle for Salvation Facebook page. Go to Facebook. Yes, Battle for Salvation Battle Underworlds Salvation. podcast on Facebook. Is it? Yes. Sure. And then on Podbean, <laughs> it's Battle for Salvation Underworlds podcast. Yeah. Hit follow, and then like we're on iTunes. I, I have you guys subscribed, just so that you know. Sweet. Yep. And and you should and, and everybody else should have every. You just if you play the game, you should just subscribe to all the podcasts because we're yes. totally cool people. We are. Jonathan, where do we find your stuff? Um, our podcast is Path to Glory. Um, if you search for Path to Glory podcast on Facebook, it should come up. I think it's that with like a million numbers after it. Right. Whatever Facebook Facebook does by default, um, and then on Podbean it is Path to Glory Underworlds podcast. Um, if you haven't listened to it before, we try to focus on competitive gaming, um, just getting better as a player, and then building the community. So we try to mix it up between those topics. And don't forget to plug the number one content for all of underworlds well of power oh yeah you go to well of power and you get everything you ever wanted for underworlds it's what? well of well of power.com yeah that's correct and um it's basically if you want to create a deck guide you have a deck that's been working out for you um you can do that um it's still kind of in process um I'm trying to make it look better and stuff like that but um it does work you can make a deck guide you can uh edit it you can uh you can uh, upload articles and stuff there's an article library that has i think every article that's been written on this game um Yeesh. and you can search for it and all the podcasts and everything come up um can and... we all stop for a second and appreciate this man i know right <laughs> like it's awesome he, like yes he beat us all at the grand clash but like i mean what has he done for the community here with this website it's ridiculous it's awesome. Like I, yeah. I, I, like I was probably sitting in my couch once, going like, "Yeah, it wouldn't be nice if like all the stuff was in the same place because then I wouldn't have to like." Go <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how to do anything. And then Jonathan was like, "I don't know how to do anything either, but I'm going to go do it anyway." And then he went and, got and did it anyway. Yep, it is. Right? Did you have to like teach yourself JavaScript or something? Well, thankfully Wix is doing a lot of it for me. But yeah, I'm, it, it, it's a work in progress. Can we please appreciate? <laughs> It's just it's like an aggregated, you know, community. Everything that's ever been published, yeah, regarding Underworlds is, is all categorized and linked yeah. on on this one website. So if you play the game, you you got to visit the website. Yep, and it will open a lot of you know doors to you with other different uh, blogs and podcasts and all organized. Yeah. So. I think I have all the blogs. I think I have all the podcasts. I, I, as far as I know, I have everything. And if I'm missing anything, let me know and I'll put it up there. So the goal is really just to be everything that you need in one place. So, yep. Yeah. Go do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. And, oh, and, and shout out to Aman too, because he just couldn't make it tonight. But, yeah. but we love him too. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, just, absolutely. It's It's hard enough to try and get, you know, some of us together just to do our own podcast much less to try and get together all yeah seven of us to do yeah. one of them so. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think he's at a wedding right now in California. So, yeah. Um, but, he's going to be um, stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, just look forward to this week. We should have our own episode about uh, Nova. We'll, we should go through every game we played and um, you know why we brought what we brought and what we thought the meta would be and all that. So try to get as uh, tactical and try to say what lessons we learned and what worked and what didn't. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Max Randall, are you guys going to try to get something well, Nova related out? Well, or? Our, our, like our uh, track record is that we record the episode, right? And then right. the day, the morning after, GW makes a, an article that just right. invalidates everything that we said, or the, okay. the FAQ <laughs> comes <laughs> out, or, you know, on the day. Of, so, what we're, our strategy is we're going to wait until a Beastgrave community article comes out. And then we're going to make an episode and we'll probably talk about it. <laughs> I mean, a heads up would be nice. I mean, yeah, that could be, possibly be tomorrow. Well, what <laughs> I'm going to so say, a... why don't you guys record something and that'll force GW's hand? There right? you go. <laughs> Doesn't right? work like that. I'll take it. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's going to no that thing like this. where when you put warning shot in your hand and then Narvi and Turash start yeah. killing everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Okay. Just, you're just like, you're just tempting fate. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Is that a card? Branching fate. Branching fate. That's the one fate. We all have one fate. Mm. Mm. Anyway. So look for Beast Grave content coming from the Battle for Salvation podcast soon. <laughs> we're, just, we're just chucking and jiving until we can find that one. I'm just like, all right, where is it? Where is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? And then finally it does. Okay. And then we're like, let's do it. Sweet. I think so. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Um, this has been episode 13, hashtag pod squad. Um, and uh, for the Battle Mallet podcast, um, you're BMing me. Stop it. <laughs> um, we are what, four dads? Uh, I am, yeah. yeah. And uh, two wombat poop cubes. <laughs> oh, really out of context. <laughs> or, I guess it's really one wombat poop cube and uh, Warhammer Underworld's Grand Clash winner. <laughs> the champ. Randall's the uh, that, that was, I mean, it was bound to happen that way. This is Jared signing out. This is Trace signing out. And I'm Jason Tableau Murray. Get the hell out of here. podcast is protected under the Creative Commons license. If you have further questions as to its use, you can find more information via links on podcast.battle-mallet.com. Music by Anno Domini Beats. I'll put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs>